0: This is 27 voice notes about the coronavirus, a collage of perspectives on how the crisis is impacting the electronic music community.
1: This is really, really weird.
2: It feels like it's going to be a while.
3: So when we don't work, we don't get paid.
2: There's not much light at the end of the tunnel.
4: Yeah, I don't really know what else to say.
5: That uncertainty has really scared me.
4: At the moment, I'm more worried about the basic health of people I know, as well as millions I don't know.
5: This is a serious ex- existential threat for us.
6: So it's a bit obscure to, to be in this place.
7: Actually, the situation in town is like you're living in a horror movie, man. For real. Yeah.
6: And it kind
8: of clicked at that point that we we're actually probably going to be worse off than we thought.
9: This will bankrupt us will bankrupt many of us financially and emotionally.
10: At this point, we have no idea how we're going to make it. Um, we're all gig workers,
11: we're all self-employed.
0: It's just blow after blow in Australia at the moment for everyone, the whole community.
12: So let's look after it, the independent promoters, and, and everyone else that's good in this scene. <laughs>
6: My name is Aaron Ricks and I'm a safer space monitor at Nowadays. And in conjunction to working at Nowadays, I'm also a freelance movement artist and art model. And with the rise of this coronavirus, like I'm out of work for an indeterminate amount of time. And being that all of my jobs basically just take place in gathered spaces. So for me, it's just become extremely nerve-wracking because I have no idea where any of my money is coming from, and I know a lot of my artist friends are having trouble with that as well too. So it's 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 a really troubling time for a lot of artists and club spaces and club goers and any type of relationship you can kind of tie towards that, which for me feels like family. Because in a lot of those spaces that I partake in, we all care about each other, we all care for each other, we all celebrate together, and look, we all experience music in the most existential ways and without that sensibility of human connection or gathering it just doesn't feel like real life anymore and so it's a bit obscure to to be in this place but even in the midst of it I still try to challenge myself in being and remaining hopeful and to like focus my energy on just like continuing to create and not just you know stagnate essentially and for me I know that this will not last forever and the name of the game at this point now is adaptation and so we need to focus on that and then above all of any of that, we need to also just remember love because at the end of the day, what else do we have?
13: Hi, my name is Miao Wang. I'm based in Beijing and I run ballroom, China. Coronavirus exploded in Wuhan in January and the quarantine started here early February, which is of course a disaster, but it could be even worse. Thank God it came around Chinese New Year, which is the longest holiday we have. Most people spend their time with family, go traveling, so it's the lowest season for clubs, therefore not much bookings of international DJs, and we have enough time to wait and see, then replan everything. Of course, no one likes shutting down the business for any reason, but imagine if this happened in the hot season. Faster spread of the virus, more people get sick, it would definitely be way more chaotic. Now, as far as I know, some bars shut the business, most of which are somewhat high end. In Beijing, we have one half gallery, half lighthouse clothes, which is a big pity. Most of the underground clubs in Shanghai are back opening now, with, of course, more careful cleaning and disinfecting practices. Some kind landlords cut the rent. Also, the government cut social insurance costs for employers from February to June. My company, for example, can save about fifty percent from insurance, and the staff still get their full payment working at home. We are looking at post-May event programming at the moment. Probably we will focus on local talents and uh, developing content online. I know it's pandemic; it's a disaster for everyone. But together, we can survive this and maybe make this autumn the hottest party season.
7: Hi, I'm Luca co-founder and artist planner of Basic Club in Napoli, south of Italy, trying to talk about coronavirus effects on our industry, music industry. It's very important to underline that this critical situation hit us in full, practically broke our legs. As nightlife industry, we were the first one to suffer the effects of coronavirus from the beginning, the first days, being unfortunately considered here in our countries, as an entertainment sector, as an irrelevant sector. So, already some weeks before today, when the diffusion was at the beginning, on the first steps, we were the first to have restrictions and conditions to respects that were impossible for a club. So, all together with the other, all the other clubs in the city and area, we decided to close, even before the ministerial ordinance. Because, you know, <laughs> the health of people uh, comes before everything. As you can imagine, in terms of business, that's really a big problem for us, not to mention a disaster. Being in south of Italy, where summer is very hot and people love to stay outside, our annual work is reduced on 6-7 months of planning, with the summer break from May to end of September, something like that. So staying closed for a month at least and hoping for a little more, uh, the impact on our business is very, very huge. Talking honestly, I can say that as basic club we come from a very positive season till now, but it could not be enough. (laughs) Because even if we are closed, we have to face the same at fixed cost of structure like rent or utilities, salaries, bills and so on. So we have to tighten our belts and look forward, uh, hoping that government will help us in some way. The underground scene in general was already in a big difficulty for many reasons and I can assure that I heard uh, from many colleagues and other clubs in Italy and they are not sure that they can reopen when everything will be over, so it's dramatic. Actually the situation in town is like you are living in a horror movie, man, for real. So very few people on the streets in the morning, mostly with masks, Nobody after 6 p.m. And in a sunny and friendly city like Napoli, where people used to live outdoors, on the streets, based on human contacts, it's really hard.
14: My name is Kerry O'Brien, also known as Lady MC. I'm an artist and also the founding chief executive of the Young Urban Arts Foundation. Our mission is to empower the lives of young people by strengthening their mental health through music and the arts. This pandemic has impacted the whole youth charity sector. The key to changing lives is the ability to build strong relationships. And this situation will impact the lives of our young people, as not only were there limited access to provision before this, but now there is no access with face-to-face contact. As the founder, one of my biggest threats right now is to be able to sustain through such an uncertain time. All our funders, including businesses and the corporate sector, are being seriously affected financially, which is going to have a knock-on effect with how we are funded. And as an artist, like everyone, there's no events with no pay. So this is going to hit us all extremely hard. My thoughts are with everyone struggling right now, but I know together we can get through this.
15: My name is Rodrigo Valles. And I run a label and a series of parties called Discos Movimiento in Mexico City. Even though most festivals and events related to our scene have been canceled or postponed due to coronavirus, the government and our president haven't gave the proper attention to the subject. And still, there hasn't been any public announcement from the government, including restrictions or regulations at all. The statistics provided by the government are false, and we don't really know the magnitude of the problem. In fact, this past weekend, one of the biggest rock festivals happened and no one really seemed to care. Thousands of people were there and the health of the assistants wasn't really considered at all. Personally, this whole situation has affected the work we have been doing since June of the last year. Our whole upcoming programming is collapsing. Every day we are receiving emails from agents regarding cancellations in the next events. Despite of this, We are finding viable solutions together with the artists, agencies and venue owners.
0: My name is Amelia and I co-run a Sydney-based booking agency and events company called Nectar. Australia is currently in a really critical period of social distancing to help minimise the spread of COVID-19. And this has meant that we've naturally had to cancel all of our upcoming events and tours and all of the artists on our roster have had all of their upcoming gigs cancelled. There's currently a, a crowdsourced initiative doing the rounds in Australia called I Lost My Gig, which is trying to calculate how much money has been lost in the music industry due to the virus. And as of today, it's calculating around 100 million, with still so much more to be accounted for. Um, the Australian music industry is far from lucrative at the best of times. And a lot of wondering. a lot of people are really wondering how will ever recover from this. Um, and at this point we really do need the government to be stepping in to help save the industry at large. And, you know, when all the bushfires were ravaging Australia earlier this summer, um, it was the music community and the arts community at large that kind of were the first to step in and do big fundraiser events and raise as much money as possible. And now, yeah, now we've been really struck down. Uh, so it's, It's just blow after blow in Australia at the moment for everyone, the whole community. Um, More specifically, I guess, Nectar is a volunteer-run initiative. So not only are we not getting paid for the work we do um, within the company, we also are going to have to start sinking our own personal funds into keeping the company alive. The four of us who run the agency all work in the music industry in various capacities, and for all of us, that kind of means that we're sitting on a knife edge at the moment. Um... This is a really uncertain time for us, like it is for everyone the world over. We don't know what the future looks like for us. We can't do any forward planning. We have no income coming in. Our artists have no income coming in. It's a scary time, but I guess we're resting on the fact that in some regards, we're in a much more privileged position than a lot of people in our wider community, and We're using that privilege to offer to support to others who may need it more. We're also trying to really remain calm, hopeful, happy. We're supporting each other. We're trying to stay connected despite the chaos.
16: Hey there, this is JF, Yuri and Vincent from Min Club in Hong Kong. We basically, us three, are owners, um, managers of the space. We are doing talent booking, uh, communication, managing the people, the space, the cleaning, basically everything. As for the situation in Hong Kong, basically what happened is that in 2003, we already have an outbreak of that kind of virus, uh, far more deadlier than that one, Uh, we had like 300 dead. And Which means that when this outbreak started in early January, uh, people were ready for it. They were ready, they were serious about it, and they, they basically um, adopted the right attitude, they had masks, everything. And all this led to a drastic restriction of the propagation of the virus. Uh, As of today, we only have uh, less than 50 cases uh, for a city of 7 million people, which is fantastic. And it means that we never had to close bar, restaurant and club. Just had to be really careful. Of course, uh, we had to cancel a lot of gigs. Uh, I had to cancel 80% of the gigs of February, 100% of the gigs of March, and I think about 80% of the gig of April. The difference between now and before uh, is basically, uh, it becomes very, very unpredictable. Uh, before, let's say we had a good turnout uh, of for a local artist and a very good one for an international artist. And now we can get a really, really, really bad one for an international artist and a very good one for a local artists and sometimes bad for both uh, there is we don't know exactly what to happen during the weekend uh sometimes people really want to go out and because they don't want to stay home too long and sometimes they just want to stay home. so we are facing this really 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 imbalance basically. the overall mood in Hong Kong is not that good. Uh, a lot of people left uh, people are worried in the past few weeks. it was quite okay because uh the virus kind of stopped propagating in China and Hong Kong. But now that the virus is propagating in Europe, uh, people are getting a bit more worried again. So we expect them to stay vigilant for at least four to six weeks. And we expect back to kind of normal in May, June, and a total normal, I think, by the end of the summer.
17: My name's I had A Dream and I am a DJ and a producer. I run a record label called More Time Records. Uh, I curate parties for Boiler Room and also run my own parties called No ID, focusing on South Asians in London and, and beyond. So I just came back from a tour of Australia and Asia, where um, three of the dates were actually in China. But obviously, whilst I was out there, uh, those ones got cancelled. One in Shanghai, Beijing and um, Shenzhen. Yeah, I did play in Seoul and I played in J- Japan. Yeah, played in Tokyo as well, and Vietnam, and Singapore, and Taiwan. And then, yeah, main, the main thing, I guess, for me to address was that, like, when I was in Taiwan, uh, there was 45 cases there and 45 cases in the UK. I was kind of keeping an eye on both numbers just because people were worried about me but the uk number you know kind of just kept growing but the taiwan number just you know, stayed stayed constant at 45. main thing that I noticed is that, you know, they've got so many precautions in place that everyone wears a mask. Um, when you go into clubs, you get a temperature check and, you know, there's hand sanitizer easily available. Even in some clothing stores, there was hand sanitizer that they sprayed on my hands. You know, people generally are just very aware and on it about about stuff. Uh, and And also when I landed at the airport, They checked me, asked me where I'd been in the last couple of weeks and everything. Whereas when I landed in the UK, all I got was just like this one leaflet that said, if you've been to these countries, then you should go straight home. And there was nothing that really enforced it. It was just like, you know, they kind of just, I walked straight through the airport and no one checked me for nothing. So it's like, and then also, you know, no one wears a mask here. There isn't any hand sanitizer in the shops, the lack of measures in place in the UK is quite concerning.
3: My name is Ananda. I'm a DJ and also a Promote Code, a queer party that happens every two months in Rio. And to be honest, I'm very concerned about the economic situation here in Brazil since we've been living in political crisis the few past years and now everything tends to get much worse. Uh, We have a small but very united scene here in Rio and so we're discussing ways to help each other and to get together uh, since we know there won't be any financial support from the government. And the situation affects mostly smaller and marginal artists and people that really depend on events' income to survive.
2: Hello, this is Tim Sweeney from the Beast and Space Radio Show and Record Label here in New York City. Yeah, the, vi- the virus has uh, affected us with having to um, shut down the radio studio. So no one can go in to broadcast from the WNYU studio anymore. Um, we're recording from home and then uploading the show to my program director who then um, is playing the show remotely on the FM airwaves. So, um, still going with the radio, but it definitely feels different being at home. And, you know, obviously, um, having the guests on the show, everyone has canceled because no one can come to New York anymore. So, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a different feeling, but we're making do, which I think, you know, everyone is, Trying to do just kind of put on the best face you can um, with the situation, you know, with the with the record label. Everyone's working from home. Um, it feels weird promoting records right now. Yeah, it's it's a weird time, but you have to keep going, um, which we're trying to do. And positives: uh, the weather is getting nicer here in New York. Leaves are starting to come out, so uh, you know that's a that's a positive. But, yeah, it's it is definitely a weird time here in New York. Um, something I've never experienced anything quite like this here. And um, you know, I'm hoping we get back to normal soon, but um, it feels like it's gonna be a while. But I hope everyone's doing well, uh, and I hope, um, yeah, everyone stays safe. And um, you know, I'm gonna keep doing what I can here in New York, keep doing the radio. And um, thank you all for still listening and being a part of the show.
4: I'm Matt Schultz, and I'm the artistic director and founder of Unsound in Krakow, Poland. COVID-19 is having such an enormous impact on the world, reshaping it so rapidly that it's very difficult to say how this will affect Unsound. At the moment, I'm more worried about the basic health of people I know as well as millions I don't know. And then there's the financial fallout, how that will affect people. Nobody knows how the world will look in a month, let alone six months. So to try to organize a festival in these circumstances is, of course, very difficult and very stressful. Be that as it may, we're doing our best to remain focused and really um, try to consider what might need to be reshaped from the theme to the form of the festival itself. I should say that we're fortunate Unsound is taking place in the autumn and um, I really feel for all those organisers who've had to cancel last minute. That's the nightmare scenario. It goes without saying that I also feel for the artists who mostly live very precariously. Um, this crisis has underlined just how fragile the music industry itself is in financial terms, existing around face-to-face gatherings and an ease of travel that those of us in more privileged countries have taken for granted for a long time.
5: Hello, my name is Fazia. I am a DJ and producer from London. As most people I've had all my shows cancel for this month and I think pretty much next month as well with kind of uncertainties about the forthcoming months in the rest of the year. And also there was a lot of festivals that I was debuting at this year that I've never played before, which I was really excited to announce, which may not even happen anymore. Um, And I know that's the case for a lot of other DJs and producers like myself. Um, In terms of my day-to-day life, uh, I have now realised I haven't got this outlet to share my music on radio due to radio stations closing down, and and rightly so, um, which is another way that I exercise my creativity. So that's kind of two means of how I express myself being taken away from me due to the lack of urgency from our government. And until they take this a lot more seriously and approach it in more of a socialist way, then we just feel very uncertain about how long this is going to go on for, how long this is going to affect us for. Um, And so that uncertainty has really scared me, especially as a freelancer. Um, I have no surefire income. Um, like a lot of people, so, yeah.
8: My name is Forrest Isik. I run a music booking and management company called Azra. We're based in Detroit. We book tours in North and South America and manage a few artists. And a couple Sundays ago, one of my artists, Sarah Devachi, had asked me if I was at all worried about the coronavirus. And I said something like, I'll say not yet. No promoters had even mentioned it at that point. But by Tuesday, within just a few hours, about 75% of the shows booked for the next two months were completely wiped out, and it kept going. I went and ran an errand, and then I came home, and at that point, I sat down and looked at my computer, and it just I just watched it. The emails looked like they were multiplying, and they were coming in so fast that there was no way I was going to be able to catch up in real time. And the cancellation always means lost money, but this is something completely different. You know, usually it also means doubling or tripling my workload without compensation, but this was unreal. And a couple artists said that they weren't going to accept the cancellations, and it kind of clicked at that point that we were actually probably going to be worse off than we thought. And there's already been a glut of live shows in the States. There are a lot of agents, and there are tons of artists, and sometimes it feels like more and more work for less of the pie. And, but it also means doing things in a more creative way, which I really enjoy. And at this point, like I have also felt like my company was turning a corner. We had just built a new database, and we had created new routing tools, and this year was looking to be the best since I started the company four years ago. But now, the fall is completely crazy, and who knows what it's going to look like on the other side. There are probably going to be less venues, not even just less clubs but also less institutions. There will probably be less jobs. Maybe my contacts will disappear between now and then. But I'm hopeful. Typically I think things turn out for the best, or at least all the parts fall into place in the way that feels right, like they should be. And this is so crazy, I don't know what it'll look like, but I'm also hopeful
1: that it will turn out to be an interesting time. Hello, my name is Caio Taborda Uh, I'm from the Goptan crew from São Paulo, Brazil This is really really weird everything that is happening here Um, everything happened really quick I think until six days ago uh, no ones were quite worried about all this Uh, and during this period uh, basically every event uh, was canceled. So many big parties from our scene uh, uh, needed to be canceled, uh, included ours. We, unfortunately, because of the lack of education uh, in our country, we see that uh, most of the people didn't realize how serious it is. So we see a big effort from the scene. From the scene now, um, trying to inform. Uh, until three, four days ago, many events were still uh, uh, confirmed. Uh, we see this this wave of information is getting everything, everyone uh, uh, apart uh, from what is going on. So we see all the events being canceled. Uh, All my DJ gigs and from my partners were canceled as well for at least for the next two months. Um, We actually have an amazing scene. The damage, uh, it's going to be huge for sure, but I'm pretty sure that uh, this amazing and and creative scene uh, will be able to create something. During this period, uh, events are a human necessity so I'm pretty sure that we will be back, uh, maybe stronger. Thanks guys.
0: My name is Eileen and I run the council in Singapore. The virus outbreak has resulted in multiple show cancellations and we've lost months of hard work that had been spent on planning these shows. While the outbreak here have been contained and kept under control, Is definitely affected the attendance at our events. We've seen a dip in numbers, but I think both event organisers and ravers here in Singapore are starting to accept the precautionary measures as part of the new normal. Temperature checks, hand sanitizers, and frequent hand washing have all become part of daily life, and it's no different in a club or party setting. I think if everyone can get behind the idea of responsible raving, we can all take steps towards getting life back to a certain sense of normal.
10: My name is Justin Carter, and I'm one of the resident DJs and founders of Nowadays in New York City. We decided to close Nowadays on Friday, which has had the obvious effect of putting a lot of people out of work for the foreseeable future, just like it has in so many other spaces and industries. Before this happened i have been thinking about running some kind of live stream to keep the Nowadays Community connected if we had to close. So I already kind of had a skeleton of the plan in my head. Um, and when it became a reality, I called Francois from the Lot Radio here in New York, um, where my partner, Eamon and I, have been DJing for a few years, and I asked him if he had any advice on how we could set up a stream. And um, it was pretty... Amazing, He said, you know, my, uh, my event that I was supposed to have this weekend got canceled. Um, so I've actually got the afternoon free. Um, I've got a mobile setup. Why don't I just bring it down to nowadays and, uh, and I can show you guys how to set it up. And, then, and in fact, instead of showing us how to do it, he just came and he set the whole thing up and stayed there until we were actually up and running that night. Um, and, and since then, we've been able to stream something every single day since we've been closed,
16: um,
10: which feels pretty amazing. It's really nice to have a way to stay connected with our community. And it's given us a platform to raise funds for our staff through a Venmo account, um, which you can look up at, um, it's now a help, N-O-W-A-H-E-L-P. And um, we've also built a subscription model to give ourselves some kind of income income through Patreon. And um, if you're interested in checking that out, that's at patreon.com slash nowadays NYC. It's been really heartening to see the support that we've received so far. And, and honestly, it's just been heartening to see the support that we've seen people in the dance community giving to each other um, when you know that so many of the people who are reaching out um, to others are facing plenty of uncertainty themselves. At this point, we have no idea how we're going to make it. Um, You know, the Patreon thing is going really well, I think, um, but nowhere near the level it would need to get to to be able to actually cover the costs that we have. We're pursuing a bunch of other angles as well. We're trying to talk to our landlord about some kind of rent abatement, though he has refused to talk to us so far, um, probably because he's trying to figure out what's going on himself, but it's still a little nerve wracking. We're also talking to institutions and people about loans and trying to figure out how we can cut as many expenses as possible. It is definitely overwhelming, but I I do have hope, um, and I don't just have hope for nowadays. I have hope that on the other side of this, that the world is going to come out in a better place because I think we're just seeing, you know, some of the problems certainly here in the States with a lack of support uh, for individuals, and I think it's really tough for anybody at this point to ignore that. Um, it's it's getting thrown pretty hard in, in everybody's faces. And so I, I my, my hope is that um, we'll come out on the other side of this understanding some changes that we need to make and we'll be able to make those changes.
3: My name is Susie Analogue. I'm a producer, songwriter, composer, performer, creator of Never Normal Records and I'm currently in London, I was in the tour, and all of my European dates have gotten postponed or um, rescheduled, Um, I operate a label, I'm concerned for my artists, the livelihood of my artists in addition to myself, because they're still establishing themselves. Um, I just toured in Asia in November, and interestingly, it's like I've been seeing my friends, even from China, self-quarantine and do all of these things for the last three or four months. Um, It's just so weird that our governments had not prepared us for the actual um, nature of the illness spreading around the world um, because it was eventual and it was going to happen because no preparations were ever made for it to be otherwise. You know, it has been very compromising for the working class artists of which I am. Um, I encourage people to support, of course, my Patreon and um, I made a Patreon community and platform. A while ago, actually, I've had Patreon, and I encourage people to join my community there where I'll be sharing exclusives, but now I need more support than ever. Um, And I just noticed in my artist communities, we are trying to keep each other encouraged. We're doing watch parties and things for the quarantine and isolation, but even still, it's hard. I myself am going to be pushing myself to create, to create more and spend more time with concepts that I didn't get a chance to flesh out in the past that I've been wanting to. So in the coming months, it's like you can expect so much amazing work to come out. But. What we're going through right now and the lack of infrastructure for healthcare and social services in the United States and all of that. It's just really hard to deal with, especially for working class artists, because we don't really have the government that supports us um, and allows for any subsidies for our real lifestyle and real income. Um, so it's a tough time. And I really encourage patrons of music and art um, to Put your money where your mouth is, or just really support um, because we need it now more than ever.
9: Hello, my name is Pedro, also known as Meru, and I'm one of the founders of the Mina Collective from Lisbon and co founder of the Labeling Artist Platform Suspension, and also a member of the community platform Xeno Entities Network. I'm one of the members of the team um, organizing the whole festival, uh, and I just returned from Lisbon um, to, to Berlin, where I'm self-quarantined at the moment. Uh, I live here. Um, I was in Lisbon just for a gig and also for the third anniversary of Mina. Um, yet uh, we decided to cancel everything immediately last week due to the coronavirus outbreak. Um, everything happened really fast, and almost overnight we realized that the most responsible thing to do was to cancel the event um, and to explain to our community um, the reason why it is so important to take action, to, to take as much social dis- distance as possible. Um, uh, well... We need to be physically distant yet. We need to look after each other to be socially uh, uh, supportive, I, I would say, um, and establish mechanisms of everyday solidarity to protect the most vulnerable, such as queer people, POC people, trans people. Um, it is it is really devastating for, for our scene. Uh, all of my gigs and all all of the people from the scene got their gigs canceled. Um, The projects were all canceled for the incoming month, maybe the next two months. Um, And I wonder how much more will be canceled. I'm afraid that uh, this will bankrupt us, will bankrupt many of us financially and emotionally. Um, Many of our collectives, Many of the collectives uh, collaborating uh, with Hole are thinking in which ways can we create uh, mechanisms of support. Um, many of the collectives that are part of Hole Festival are thinking in which ways can we create uh, mechanisms of support uh, given that the governments are failing to, to support um, freelance workers and yeah, artists and also the vulnerable communities. I feel that many of us from the queer feminist party scene um, have been somehow rehearsing for a catastrophe like this. Of course, no one was ready for this, but uh, many of us have been already practicing tactics of care, harm reduction and awareness. Um, And I really hope that uh, our community uh, takes responsibility. Um, I hope that the world manages to mini- mitigate this pandemic as fast as we can, and hopefully in June uh, we will reunite uh, all together at whole. And yeah, we must all take responsibility now and celebrate all together in the near future.
12: My name is Sunil Sharp. I'm from Dublin here in Ireland, which is slowly moving into a lockdown mode of sorts uh, like everyone else uh, my DJ gigs are off indefinitely um, I also work one day a week teaching a DJ and music production course, uh, the college is shut and it's close to the end of the year now as well which is bad timing um, but all their exam work can be submitted online so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, this is a bad time for our clubs who've all voluntarily shut um, and for promoters too many are relying on upcoming festivals beyond the, the next wave of of, of club shows, so they're in a tricky position. Depending on how 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 long this goes on for, if, if it moves into the summer, and um, this part of the arts and entertainment sector is very exposed and generally doesn't get much government support or particularly favourable conditions to start with. The hospitality sector here is in a lot of trouble too, especially as we rely a lot on tourism. And um, practically everywhere has uh, voluntarily shut now as well. Record shop wise, the two main ones uh, here in Dublin, All City and Spin Dizzy, they've shut indefinitely. Um, And I think using post offices for online orders may be be a problem for them soon too, as it is for any labels from here as well. I mean, our next release on Earwiggle was to come out near the end of this month. I'm kind of having second thoughts about that, considering shops and then postal uh, channels being shut as well. Yeah, and and although we have to be concerned mostly with what's happening in our own local community and country at this time, um, looking at electronic music as an international community, it is a very strong one. And I think this may help create more unity, at least I hope it will. And maybe we can help break the imbalance that was starting to grow. I mean, this is a time to reflect on where all of this has been going. And the club and independent scene has been fighting for survival against big business. Club Music got that name for a reason. So let's look after Is, the independent promoters and and everyone else that's good in this scene. And uh, yeah, keep safe everyone and keep productive and let's get ready for better times.
18: Hello, my name is Surf. Uh, I run a music platform called Half Moon BK. We're located in Brooklyn, New York. I would say the coronavirus has impacted me personally, but it just makes me feel super isolated, just away from everything. Like, I just feel like everything's kind of on a pause right now and makes me just feel super uncertain about how things are going to look for us within the next months or so. My work has been impacted neg- negatively definitely most definitely uh one because we had to stop all radio programming our stations like shut down, and that station is like that's like my home my when I'm not home, I'm there, and a lot of other people too that's that, that our radio station like our headquarters serves as like a great environment for a lot of other people to come and just be free and just like you know be surrounded in music see people that they know from the scene like a great meeting place outside of the nightclub that you can still hear good music and exchange ideas and thoughts i would say also that you know we we, we lost a bunch of uh collaboration projects gigs as well we had um a workshop planned with Momo ps1 that was supposed happen on March 28th, and that got canceled. I was really looking forward to that. That was would have been like our first time working with a big art, art institution, such as them. Our monthly party at Boston Nova, We had a special guest that was flying in from the West Coast. And we had to cancel that, and it just left us all feeling like you know just super uncertain about how we're gonna get work after this blows over, or like whenever when it, when is this ever gonna stop. I feel like the whole scene is like suffering from that right now everyone's just super uncertain people are kind of panicking everyone just doesn't know like you know what what is what, what's going to be because we depend on these public spaces so much for us to thrive for us to earn revenue for us to showcase our ideas and our creativity so when it's like there is no public spaces like now what do we do do we stop doing what we're doing do we wait do we still try to do things super super underground and illegally potentially get in trouble for having gatherings of more than 50 plus people like everyone's just super unsure and yeah but for the most part i feel people are being supportive amongst each other and people are you know like spreading a lot of love giving funds where they can and i'm just glad that i am a part of such a supportive community that even though in times like this like we're still finding ways how we can like be there for each other and etc
11: Uh, Hey, so uh, my name is Tash Elsie. I'm a DJ, radio, broadcaster, presenter uh, in the UK and at the moment I am out in Goa, India. Um, I had a few tour dates planned with Mina, who's a fellow DJ from the UK, so we were meant to play in Mumbai um, and in Bangalore a man in Delhi and we've just had like constant cancellations and um, a friend of ours Kampiri who's another DJ was meant to have an India tour we were meant to cover a few of her dates and they've all just consecutively been cancelled now too so at the moment we are because of the virus obviously and at the moment we are in Goa um, at a yoga retreat waiting to kind of just every day just is like a new cancellation of something or the other so we kind of still don't really know what we're doing at the moment as it stands we have no gigs we've gone from having covering other people's gigs to having no gigs whatsoever um so yeah the virus is we're feeling the effects of the virus over here too. probably not to the same extent that people are in london as of yet um so yeah it's making everything like a bit tentative and quite tricky because you have to just take each day as it comes and kind of expect a new cancellation every point. Um and at this point we're just kind of focused on at least getting to see a bit of another city and then probably heading home a bit early because we're just paying our pocket at the moment. Um so we've collectively lost about two grand um from the cancelled gigs, which is yeah, a huge knock, a huge loss. So it's all just a little bit of shit at the moment. Um yeah, I guess we're in the position like everyone else is where we kind of don't know. What to expect next, and it's all just kind of hanging by a thread a little bit. So, yeah, fuck Corona.
19: Hi, my name is Gabriel, and I run this label called 40% of Foda Barra Maneirismo here in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, like everyone, I got all my gigs cancelled. And for us Brazilian, we weren't really taking too seriously the whole coronavirus, especially because we were having the carnival in February. So I actually saw a lot of people making jokes about that, like we weren't really like believing that it would reach us. So to see this joke became a national crisis drama. It actually hurts more I think you know because the joke starts to be on you uh, I think the, the government was like trying to to push things a little bit so I mean everyone that I know on my social circles uh, got it's without a job it's not something to do because we pretty much counted on the events and and the the night blah 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 so, but I think in the last like three days people are taking action I hope that things can get resolved in the, in the next weeks but to be pretty optimistic I think we take a month or more so we'll see it
20: hi there my name is kohal i'm the head of production here at rinse fm in london um yeah when we first started hearing about the coronavirus outbreak um we set up some hand sanitizers in the studio and um encouraged people to be a lot more careful um and uh we were making jokes actually like you know we're having to instead of like shake hands we'd have to just like touch elbows um but yeah obviously as it's uh, gotten more serious we've had to cancel all live shows at the studio and all pre-recorded um sessions at the studio as well um so all djs are having to now deliver shows remotely um which is uh, obviously, a shame on any DJs out there who uh, who don't have a setup. Um, some of them already do have a home setup, um, so this hasn't been a problem for them. Some are having to get creative and you know finally get to grips with their home setup and learn how to you know record at home. Um, but yeah, it's actually been surprisingly easy for us to still run the radio. Um, you know, the technology for remote desktop control is, is amazing these days. So uh, the whole production team are actually running the ship from home or um, wherever they may be. They're not actually in the studio. Um, and then the next challenge we faced is, you know, we're having to now sift through our archive. And really, t- it's an opportunity for us to tidy our archive and see what content... We have there, um, you know, dig out some dig out some maybe undiscovered gems and um, give those to our audience as well, because obviously we know our audience is going to be at home now, working from home or self-isolating. So you know we have a chance to, to reach more of our audience now, potentially.
21: Hi there. My name is Luca and I work in Love Madrid as a team manager and promoter of Crow Club. We have stopped all the venue activity on our club itself um, uh, one week ago. We are canceling all the events from now until May and looking for an alternative for all the events that if this situation is extended in time, we will have to cancel DIMS too. In the worst case, we will have to suspend our season and start over in September, you know. Anyway, our work policy is have all payments done before the events, so all artists who work with us are covered in that sense. This situation has been an economic blow for us and our team, our sound technicians, visual jockeys, security team and and other partners who are with us have been fired until this situation is over. Meanwhile, I am trying to keep the essence of our club alive and keeping touch with my team and clubbers who are part of it every night. As long as we can do events, we have decided to create a SoundCloud where the artists who collaborate with us still can connect with our crowd. International artists like Tensal, BSK, Pearl, Roldan, or Reco are going to collaborate for free too. In hard times, people get the best out of them.
22: Hi there, this is uh, Andrew Hogg, uh, a.k.a. Lovefingers from uh, Los Angeles, California. I run a record label called ESP Institute, um, which has been sort of indefinitely put on pause at the moment. We had about four or five releases that are in production that are no longer in production. Some of them because our pressing plant's not working at the moment, and a few because um, we have some artists that are don't feel it's the right time to release music. For people in the u s this is something super important. Uh, myself and my wife heidi we've put together a petition um, for the whi- a petition the, uh, against the white House uh, for the family's first act that was announced by Pelosi a few days ago but uh it's uh, regarding emergency unemployment and emergency um paid leave for workers in the US there's a loophole and it sort of leaves out all freelancers in a way it doesn't leave them out completely but it 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 only gives a tax break at the end of the year which is not really going to help anybody in the interim and on top of that it only is eligible for people that are either in quarantine diagnosed or you know in under order from doctors to stay home which doesn't really help anyone who's laterally affected by the uh the virus you know people that that had gigs that are canceled or promoters that had to cancel any of those things you, you know shouldn't have to be you know um specifically diagnosed uh, as sick to be affected so it's you know everybody's feeling the effects of this so we petitioned um the white house um and we need a lot more signatures before we get a response from the White House. We have to get 100,000. We only are at you know 4,000 or so, but we've only been doing it for a day and a half, so that's not so bad. Um, but if, uh, if you can take a second to log on and give a signature, it takes like literally 10 seconds. Um, I've made a URL that redirects to it. It's esp.institute. That's it. No.com, just esp.institute goes directly to petition, and that's not just for musicians or people in the music industry. That's for all people that are um, self-employed or small contract workers or gig workers. Anyone who uh, doesn't have the have the luxury of um, unemployment benefits or or uh, sick leave.
23: My name is Aaron Clark uh, and I run the Hot Mass Club with a group of others here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Coronavirus has forced us to close, canceled all of our residence gigs at home and abroad and pushed us all to video calls. You know, we're not really sure what to do right now. No one knows how long this is going to drag on or if we'll even have A physical space to go back to when we come out the other side of it. We may try to do some renovations that we've put off for a while in the meantime to employ people, you know, building a new DJ booth, installing new lighting, but I think, you know, we're not even sure if it's worth it yet because there's not much light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say.